Welcome to By Its Cover Podcast, one marriage's journey through movie night using only the cover of movies found on streaming services. I'm your host, Bree. And I'm Kevin. And we are watching Blood Machines. Say it into the microphone instead of looking away. Sweetheart. No, I'm doing it like a ghost. <laughs> Blood look, Machines. Does not look ghosty. Yeah. <laughs> oh, for once, you're not going to Scooby do this. Okay, that's fine. No. Kevin, All right. Why don't you describe this? Because you're the one that found this cover. I think this is bullshit. I picked this movie, uh, but you also I give you the easy covers where it's just one person standing on a background and you give me this. All right. Uh, so it looks very cthulhu So I figure you will have the vocabulary in order to describe this cover. Yes. Let's see if I can do this. So it's an eldritch abomination. Um do we well, know we, that for sure? Or are you just hoping? I'm just fingers crossing. So there is uh, what I assume is the the titular blood machine. Oh, I hate that. I hate that word. Oh. So we watch these YouTube videos from what culture? And they always no, it's Mojo, whatever that. I was. don't know why you're plugging somebody else's YouTube channel. We don't have a YouTube channel yet. Um, but they always use the word the titular character because it means the thing it's named it does, after. It's just I'm so, sorry they use the most accurate word. It's such an irritating word. I'm Anyways, sorry. Anyways, continue with your titularness. It, I don't mean to titillate you, but <laughs> you are not. You are the antithesis of titillation right now. Using the word titular. Look, I'm not going to go tit for tat with you on this. <laughs> continue. Okay, I will. The uh, titular blood machine. It looks like uh, I'm going to assume it's going to be like a large spaceship type object because it's hmm. in space. It's pretty big. It's uh, it looks H.R. Geiger-esque. I, uh, a lot of organic kind of shapes. I was going to say it looks more like a vagina. Honestly. Oh, I'm sorry. Have you seen H.R. Geiger stuff? <laughs> oh, no, probably not. Yeah. Alien. Um. A, like the head of the alien in the movie Alien is a penis. Uh, oh. And, you know, the face huggers are literally vagina monsters. Those things are gross. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like, so I, I, I get that feeling. Uh, in the center of that, um, in the foreground, is a woman that's kind of morphed in or blending into some, um, what look like a. She looks like she's dripping. Yeah. It looks like she's dripping dick coral. Is the best way to describe that. That is clearly penis coral. Um, she's nude. She is nude. She's got an upside down cross on her head that's glowing, which also matches the eye in machines. Ah, you caught that too. This is the thing that I was also considering is uh, in blood machines. The O and the I of the O in blood, the second O in blood, and the I in machines is connected. Oh, it's a woman symbol. So it's a woman symbol, and it's an upside down cross. So I think this woman going to be the devil. Oh, she is a little devil. She's nothing but trouble. Don't please do not. Maybe. Even bring oh, up my God. Movie. Would the blood machines maybe be Mr. Bone Ripper? I think it's Mr. Bone Saws, wasn't it? No, nah, it was. I think Bone Stripper. Bone Stripper. Oh, yeah, that is. Um, but yeah, no. And like I said, she is in just uh, like you can't look at that. And I know it's supposed to be like um, nanoparticles or some sort of thing coming up off of it like they're turning into little bubbles like it's a lava lamp yeah it does look like a lava lamp yeah but it also looks like some dick coral like i mean if you were swimming in in the dick ocean you'd see some dick coral 
All right. And you're fine, Dick Nemo, in there. So most of this cover is blood colored, except for the like galaxy blue teal shimmery. Kind of cool. Kind of pretty. It's a. It's actually a, like a a pretty cover color wise. The content itself is just. Ugh. It's almost grotesque uh, yeah. in the classical sense of like not the deforming the human form in some way. Yes. It, but it can some way be like pretty. Okay. So what if instead of uh, an Eldritch Horror or whatnot, what if these things that look like vagina lips behind her are actually her devil wings? Okay. So you think she's the blood machine? Like she's the person? Like, yeah. Okay. My mom would, if she listens to this, would probably really hate that I said like like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, she probably wouldn't have dug the dick coral like six times, but it's or when fine. I flat out said vagina lips. Those are called labia, Brie. I don't. Sorry, mom. I'm sorry. I had to mansplain vaginas to you. But as an expert, tip of the hat. No. Where is your top hat, sir? Uh, okay. Yeah, I do think I, you're 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 bringing me around on vagina spaceship. That's uh, which not again, what I said, though. I said they were her devil wings. I'm still convinced it's a spaceship. Okay. Um, we're I, going in two different directions here. I, I have the feeling that... You know why? It's because you love Event Horizon and you want it to be Event Horizon. I do want this to be Event Horizon. <laughs> uh, With Sam Neill. Is it bad that the, like that's my prediction for this movie? Is it's going to be like wanted, sexy Event Horizon? You want it to be like... A cross between Event Horizon and the Abyss in space. Uh, you know, I don't really think the Abyss is what I was going for. I, like, if you gave me Event Horizon, uh-huh. uh, the color out of space. Ugh, I hate that movie. And, like, pull in some, like I said, I think the movie is going to be uh, sensual in some way, shape, or form. Like, I think. Was uh, it the nude lady on the cover that gave it away? Actually, it was the the blood machines as a women's symbol. Um, jog on. Uh, yeah. You just British flipped me off. Yeah. Hot I, uh, would be proud right now. Yeah, I think this movie is going to just try to like kind of ride that weird line where you don't feel comfortable with it. I can already um, tell you that that's going to be the case just yeah. based on this cover. Yeah, definitely. I, I I get like I said, I get this H.R. Geiger esque thing. Uh, I think. I think she's going to be the ship is my prediction. So like it, it develops a personality. Oh, interesting. Um, and I don't know whether it's going to haunt or stalk the crew. Uh, like if it's an AI that uh, kind of goes mad and acts almost like a space succubus. Interesting. Or something. But uh, I'm actually kind of excited. I know this clocks in at 50 minutes. We found it on Shutter. Oh, you found it. Yeah. I didn't know that it was 50 minutes. Yeah. So this has kind of fallen in our short things, but uh, I'm I'm optimistic. All right. Well, you know, I guess we'll go watch also, it. Also, soundtrack. Take your pick. Synth music or heavy metal? Uh, synth. You going to go with synth? Yeah. What about you? I, you know, the cover makes me feel very old school like a, like a 70s sci-fi movie uh-huh. this almost feels like one of those like 70s sci-fi movies that were like barbarella yeah um i think this is going to be like a goth take on like a barbarella type story all 
or you know valerian but it'll be interesting to see how much the budget is or if we can find that information once we get started uh well i do know one of the names associated with it um carpenter brute oh you know who that is yeah it's he's an actual like musician oh interesting yeah i don't think i've ever heard anything of his but i know he does he's a musician i did not know that yeah he popped up in like one of my spotify things oh um so it with uh Who's that guy that did Call Me By Your Name songs? Uh, Stefan Schrischen. Schrischen. <laughs> oh, so so if you just don't say any of the words and make sounds, you can pretend you know His people? His initials are SS, and I think it's S-J-A-N is the last name. It's a beautiful song. He wrote several songs for it, and they were absolutely gorgeous. Cool. I'm getting back to the where you thought you were going to get away with just like <laughs> shushing his name. <laughs> Hold on. I'm going to look it up. Real What's quick. my name? <laughs> um, Kevin. I know that. Why was there an um first? Because I'm trying to Google that, and then you are still trying to get me to okay. talk. Okay. And I also want to see how you're going to Scooby do this one. I'm not. I've already talked about what I think it's going to be. No other predictions? I There's not much on the cover. I mean, there's a lot of lava lamp penis coral. <laughs> I guess that's true. Uh, it reminds me, like, you remember how the Little Mermaid got, like, bashed for having a penis? Jen Stevens. There you go. Uh, how the Little, Little Mermaid got bashed for, like, hiding a penis in the, the palace? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this to me is, like, Somebody was an ex Disney cover designer and was like, fuck you. We'll put dicks everywhere in this. <laughs> Everything's going to be vaginas. in. <laughs> Everything's going to be genitals. Fucking deal with it, Disney. Except <laughs> the actual boobs won't have nips on right. them. <laughs> you don't own me, Disney. I can censor myself. I know lines. <laughs> All right. So let's go check out Blood Machine. Really want it to be Blood Drive in space. You really want it to be Blood Drive in space. I, I I know if you're a frequent listener of this Kevin, podcast. I feel like maybe we should just rewatch Blood Drive. <laughs> that's also an acceptable option. I feel like that's one of those things we can watch like every six months. You know what? Why don't we start another podcast called Blood Pod? <laughs> we just talk about the episodes over and over yeah. again. <laughs> so, all right. All right. Bye. Bye. And we are back having just finished up Blood Machines. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was an experience. I think that that's probably the best way to describe it. It was a full experience. Mm-hmm. It was. It uh, it was a, a treat for the eyes. Yeah, visually just stunning. Okay, so we learned a couple things in the process of watching this because this was one of those things where we stopped a couple times and just kind of looked at each other and we're like, huh. Why did we agree to this? <laughs> um, so we learned first off, uh, it's on Shutter. It's uh, it, it. Everything I read listed it as a film. Yeah. Shutter has it as three short episodes of seventeen to twenty-one minutes. Yeah. Um, Essentially, it all streams through as a movie. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's a short film. You, you have to you have to play each section. But overall, it um, it's yeah. a through line. Yeah, yeah, it's not like it's an anthology or it, it's not even super serial. I mean, it's just weird that they don't play it all at one. Yeah. I thought that was kind of an interesting thing. Uh, learned that it is a sequel to a music video called Turbo Killer. Yep. So it's a synth, uh, a synth musician, synth, synth wave, synth wave, which Christian I don't know. Bert. Brute. 
Brut. Brut? I don't know. Like there's the so champagne. much. There's so much I do not know. I was thinking the cologne. Uh, oh. But uh, yeah, yeah, there's so much I do not know with this. Um, but it was based on Turbo Killer, which is a music video that features a woman trapped in a a, a, a pyramid like yeah. of light, and she gets rescued. And there's some dancing, and the end. Um, there's a rose symbol, like a decorative rose and placed upon a spaceship yeah in the shape of a cross and they're really really down with the upside down cross yeah uh and i like the song i did too Uh, but yeah so anyways it's based on that uh it even features one of the main actresses a couple of the main actresses from the music video in it um but i don't know why that like that's not they're not the same characters so yeah. So uh, let's see. How do we even start describing blood machines? Uh, first of all, it's based out of France. And this is very French. Um, it's a lot of symbolism. I think, yeah, that was the thing that I struggled with the most while watching this was um, I'm like, OK, I can see where all this symbolism is. I'm having a, I'm struggling to piece together how all these symbols are leading to a bigger point. Yeah. I mean, like the upside down cross. I'm like, maybe I'm just not. Because, you know, in American iconography, that's always a, like a, a Satan worshiping symbol. I don't think it was in this case. No, I think it's just like anti-established order. Which um, is interesting. And also the placement of the cross is her vagina. Yeah. So female <laughs> character has it leading to her vagina, uh, like on starting belly button to taint. Yes. Uh, and it glows. Yeah. Like vaginas do. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And then she also has it on her forehead. Um, yep. So, Hash, how do I want to sum up? So this is not one of those ones I would say, hey, even for a short film, it's worth the watch just for visuals. Mm-hmm. Um, if they're in the music. Yeah, I would almost be like, I would really like to see this without dialogue. Oh, if we just muted that track and just had the music and the visuals. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know if it'd be interesting enough to keep me hooked but it's you're not watching this for the acting and the story um at a certain point like after the first five minutes i was like oh this is not gonna have anything that i'm gonna understand narratively like in a cohesive way better than it's a bit discombobulated but i feel like that almost goes with the whole metaphor of the ships yeah well yeah and uh i don't know if this is a relatable experience for you it reminded me of like when i played like a japanese video game that had been translated yeah or no. not like <laughs> like when you play one of those ones do not relate <laughs> is you're just like i don't know what any of this means like these are references or uh like calls to things that I don't have experience with, but I can understand them visually. I mean, this is also gets into like visual linguist, like not visual linguistics, but like sign symbols, semiotic stuff. I mean, like you could get very pretentious with this movie and I don't want to, um, cause I, no. I enjoyed what I saw. Um, but I, it, it, I do want to point out that this was a kickstarter. Kickstarter. It was a Kickstarter project. It was a double Kickstarter because what happened is they Kickity kickstart. They, yes, thank you, honey. Um, They actually fully funded 30 minutes of a short film because there was such an outcry for more of the story after the music video landed. And they actually ended up filming 50 minutes of the story 
but then they needed additional funds to for all the post production work. Mm-hmm. So it was double. It was a double Kickstarter. And honestly, the post production work on this is phenomenal. Yeah. Um, so I think let's try to summarize the plot that doesn't really matter as best we can here. Okay. Uh, a ship is shot down by another ship that's piloted by two men. Um, their names don't really matter. Varkin and Lago. Varkin and something. Yeah, something. An L name. Um, Largo. 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 Yeah, Varkin is uh, a dick. Such a dick. Um, like he damages his own ship. Um, intentionally. There's an AI by the name of Tracy that runs the yeah. ship. And it, we we get the impression very quickly that these ships are living things. They shoot down this ship. Because there's this nebulous machine uprising that we don't ever have any context for. Right. That's just referenced in like two lines of dialogue. Um, they're Which hun- there are only like 13 lines of dialogue yeah. in the whole 50 minutes. So. Yeah. They're, uh, they're hunting the ship for basically what seems to be like a Federation type thing. Well, it seemed almost like a scavenger situation. No, because they were the the ship the bigger ship uh-huh. was like hey you're on a mission for us we can't have these machines going more rogue hmm, i must have missed that yeah you, you 13 lines of fucking dialogue know, and, and you miss <laughs> a tenth of them um <laughs> no and uh the, but then there's this group of priestesses that are trying to heal the ship and saying like we can save it we can save her yeah and he just says nope can't and he kills it with the coolest gun ever. I think they're, like they're, I almost feel like this needs to be two separate like pieces is there's cool visual shit that we need to talk about okay. in symbolism stuff. And then like whatever okay, the plot you, going on is you finish with the plot and then let's talk about the cool part of this. I am trying. <laughs> <laughs> I got excited. <laughs> yeah. Um. So they're trying to he's like goes to try to salvage this ship. Um, and he or the priestesses kind of ambush him so he can't and they perform a ritual that frees uh, a naked woman from the ship itself the and ghost of the it, ship yeah the, the soul of the ship and it floats off into outer space to some unknown destination um varkin turns around and gets in the ship and they f- follow after her after they kidnap the hit head priestess and mm-hmm. varkin very clearly is like hey uh, I've been fucking the AI mm-hmm. and it doesn't feel like a real person. So I, that's what your job is going to be. And I got very uncomfortable. It was, I was like so uncomfortable. I was like, dear God, don't let this movie use like rape as a plot point. Um, anyways, they go to, they follow this naked lady through space. Yep. After they have um, said, F you to their overlords. Yeah, the overlords like, hey, uh, hold up. And he's like, no, if we lose whatever this is, this anomaly, we'll never find it again. Which I'm like, legit point. Yeah. Because space is very large and it's one naked woman. Yeah. Um, And they arrive at what looks like a big ship graveyard. Mm-hmm. Um, Pieces flying and there's a big structure in the center. And Varkin, again, has like some very creepy rape dialogue. Like the ship offers to set down uh, automatically. And he's like, no, I'll do it. And then, he, and then he's like, Hug, you like that, didn't you? And, you know, it was just gross. It, it was gross and creepy. Yeah. Uh, so automatically, I'm like, I hope he gets his comeuppance. Yep. 
Um, Spoiler alert. He does. Yeah. Yeah, Brie. <laughs> okay. Okay, Brie. Uh, <laughs> they go into the ship and then we find, and he takes the priestess with him and they find the, the ship soul that they were looking for. Mm-hmm. And it turns out that like it was the priestess's plan all along to bring him to this place. Uh-oh. And she, he goes to like kill her and his gun doesn't work. Like his phallic symbol doesn't work. It, he can't get it up. Right. His laser gun. <laughs> uh, and then so she kills him with it. Oh, no, no, no. She strokes it seductively. Yeah. She gets it, his gun working yeah. and then shoots him with it. And then flips it on him and yep. shoots him. And uh, then she uses something she drinks like his blood from his intestine <laughs> yeah <laughs> weird it was gross and but makes, it like, was a callback to the beginning where she was drinking the, the oil the oil from the ship yeah and she makes like a simac simulacrum Ooh, what is that basically a copy oh yeah uh, of him to go to the ship itself and trick um the fleet the fleet or the big mothership Fathership in this case, since it's very clearly like the patriarchy. Oh yeah, uh, to come and rescue them and like fight, and uh, so she does that, and then she has him kill himself again, like shoot the the simulacrum or the simulation, the clone of himself in the head. Yeah, uh, vaporizes his head, and then the other sh- the mothership kind of shows up and there's a little bit of a space battle where it actually revealed that sh- the priestess that graveyard is full of ship bodies and ship yeah. selves and so they do this weird interpretive dance it was really cool where she throws around the the women that she all summoned and uh it's the debris of the ships that bring down the other ship and it becomes part of it morphs with it and it actually like all the debris clinks or clings to it, and it becomes a big giant female form. Form that with the rose symbol at the center. Rose the symbol chest. at the center, and uh, the AI Tracy from the ship breaks free and becomes a, a another soul ship person. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it ends with Varkin like waking up, realizing he's in this like ship hell, <laughs> and just screaming. And then it the plot is over. That's it for the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that I mean, it, and again, it's like you're really, like, really hey, that impressed plot. that you were able to even walk through that because so much of it was disconjointed, but in in the weirdest, it's like a string of beads that have a lot of like thread in between the actual beads because uh, there's like yeah. chunks of things that hold it the closest i can get to thinking like if you don't sit down and watch blood machine what it would be like is uh rob zombie's house of a thousand corpses never seen which that. i don't think you've seen but you've seen like devil's rejects and no yeah you did we watched it oh <laughs> yeah we did uh clearly i kept that we had a conversation about it like <laughs> but it, it, uh if you watch house of a thousand corpses it's largely like here's scenes and then there's not a lot of connective tissue between mm-hmm. the visuals. Yeah. Um, which I think was like, oh, if you're used to music videos is where you come from. That's probably OK, because it's like, like mm-hmm. music videos are just a visual to serve the music. I mean, yeah. you know, so um, it's there's a cohesive plot in this somewhere that 
but it doesn't really matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter. I I appreciated um I appreciated a lot in this where they didn't treat me like I was stupid by having to hyper explain everything. Right. Mm-hmm. Um where they're like, "No, like this watch this unfold." And it was really funny for me to then like afterwards go back and read some of the user reviews uh-huh. and just see people pissed. They were so mad. The first one was like, "This was pretty cool, but I it, could have done without the feminist overtones and i'm like uh which oh i anytime somebody <laughs> says that i'm like oh so you didn't like that women win yeah <laughs> well and it wasn't i mean <laughs> it just it, it, like it. yeah i'm just sitting there and i'm like i'm sorry that, that never makes sense to me I, it's like when people bitch about star wars like they're the like oh they just wanted dude in it was a rapey asshole yeah, i mean right. you want him to win well that's just it is like well they this shouldn't was have had written a, by a man. Yeah, they shouldn't have had the male character uh, be that way. And it's like, well, but sometimes people are like, yeah, yeah that's what villains are. They're villainous. Yeah. I, I, like, I'm sorry you wanted the guy to be the protagonist. Yeah. Um, Go watch 90% of all other yeah, movies. Like, <laughs> there's so many other things that you can watch that that'll, that'll hold true. Um, it's okay to have one 50 minute like segment of and I don't even necessarily feel like it, it was, was uh, you know, female what, empowerment, but just like female centered visuals. Yeah. And it was pretty interesting because it, like there were what, f- by the end of it, 30 fully naked women in this. Yeah. And it did not feel sexual. Uh, there were a cut. There was one shot where they had um, the woman. She was flying through space. Right. And they did this shot of a planet and then her ass. Like yeah, that, breaks it up, and I was like, "Oh, it's the was planet." Pretty funny. It's the planet Uranus, <laughs> and I like high fived myself, <laughs> and I eye rolled at him. <laughs> yeah, but I was like, "That's the only time where I was ever like, oh, this is sexual.'" But no other point in this was I like, "Oh, this is sexy." Right. For a movie that I was convinced was going to be like uh, Event Horizon, but naughty. Yeah. None of this is like attractive. No. Um, Mm-mm. Like everything it, symbolically, it's there. But not particularly interesting. I mean, for a movie that like basically like follows the curve of a woman, yeah, for the entire thing, I just never felt like, oh, I'm being titillated, right? Um, which was kind of interesting. Uh, it reminded me a little bit of uh, Under the Skin. Yep, that's what I was just where gonna I was say. Like, oh, I I recognize that like Scarlett Johansson is supposed to be attractive, um, and it just was, totally and it just doesn't weird. feel that way. It no. feels um alien, and I'm like, I guess, uh. God, I, this sounds so douchey. Because again, like this movie welcomes pretentiousness. Yes. In Frenchiness. This is like, it feel, felt almost <laughs> like spiritual in a way. Like you were supposed to like feel something, but not feel what like, a traditionally... ba- uh, like a base emotion. You yeah. weren't supposed to feel like horny watching this. No. If you did, like, fuck, man. <laughs> Don't. Don't um, tell anyone that you felt. Yeah, right. <laughs> no, it'd keep be like, that inside. It'd, again, it'd be like watching Under the Skin and being like, "I'm watching it just for her nude scenes." Yeah. <laughs> like, no, you can't. You can't. Like, if you were able to have a chub during this movie as a dude, you are not. Getting yeah, it. you should not. Like, you should not be allowed to watch movies. Cinema's not for you. <laughs> Maybe polite society is not for you. <laughs> and that's coming from a person that used the word chub. <laughs> Um, so really what I, I enjoyed about this movie was the visual 
and the music. I mean, uh, yeah. the visuals in this just were, it felt like full on nostalgia 1970s uh, sci fi. So, this movie uses uh, some post processing to look like film stock. Yeah. Which worked really well. Um, and it does this really cool thing there. So, there, whenever he shoots his laser gun, there's two oh, things so that cool. I freaking love. One is he fires it and it maintains the like light after he shoots it kind of hangs in a, the air a sweet projectile it's full on i'm going to keep this stream steady it it's like you know those uh rainbow dancers or the people that dance with the the um mm-hmm. ribbons Low-sticks. ribbon dancers okay yeah and so they they throw the ribbon in the air and it keeps going yeah it's like that. It reminds me of to be a photo snob is if you dial down the time value, those time lapse photos where they like they have a car that drives by oh, and you can see the light from the headlights yeah. where it just stays there. I think that was really cool. And then it also what it did is um, there's little grain mm-hmm. that are early in, and uh, and noise that gets put into every time that thing shoots. Almost like the light is ca- is causing exposure on the film stock. Ooh. And so it, like it's creating its own defect in the film that you're watching because of the light from it or the radiation from it. Because film film now digital doesn't happen as much, but like old film used to would have that happen. Like the if cigarette you, burns. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Like the old film grain, if like light got exposed in the wrong spot. Yeah. Um, I which I thought I was like, fucking cool. Yeah. Just looks cool. Uh the design of the ships, so the Female ships they are like vulva or uh, what's that? Fallopian tubes. I was like, I don't, I don't have those parts, so I, I am less into this ship. Though looked like a vagina with teeth. Well, so that's what uh, I was gonna say is um, they looked organic ish, yeah. but mutilated. Yes, both uh, the the like Federation's ship and for lack of a better word, I don't think we ever get a name for the organization, Mm-mm. but the Federation Federation ship look like a church mm-hmm. even the, the it fires a harpoon in one scene that looks like a steeple yeah and it also very rapey oh yeah um like penetrating and thrusting and wriggling yeah it's um gross yeah but all the ships look organic but like deformed like mm-hmm. they've had metal grafted onto them whereas the the pure ships that have the souls of the women aren't right um they're very soft curvaceous yeah, uh, like it looked like a butterfly in one instance. Like, or it, it, it was very organic. organic. Yeah. Um, there was even some just like the the style in this. So the AI Tracy we see mm-hmm. is looks like a pregnant woman, like a pregnant C three PO that looks bound, like she looks bound backwards. She is bound backwards, so like in a bondage pose. The thing that got me is she has f- uh, five on each side hands holding her fingers yeah fingers i'm sorry fingers holding her ripping her chest open ripping her chest open to expose what amounts to basically her heart yeah um but they is very clearly hands that are tearing her open yeah um i mean it's just very some very violent images Mm -hmm. uh like the the ship itself that tracy pilots has got like teeth almost that move so again, very like biomechanical, mm-hmm. but like not in a positive way. It's always dripping and doesn't look clean, doesn't look safe. 
Yeah. They shoot it in one scene and it bleeds. Yeah. Um, so I, I was very like this. There's the a lot choice. of weight to it, too. Yes. Everything. Yes. Even like, I, I mean, mean, Jurassic Park could have learned from these guys because yeah. it felt heavy. Yeah. It, it didn't feel um, comfortable. Like, I right. mean, it just everything made you slightly uncomfortable. Um, and then even like the visuals of the characters, like the priestesses aren't super um meddled up whereas the men are wearing uniforms and mm -hmm. things like that there's just so there's just kind of a cool vibe to it yeah i mean it, very much i would recommend watching this especially if you enjoy um the that 70s sci-fi genre um the synthwave music in it is awesome yeah yeah it is it creates like this total out of the literally the out of this world experience i mean uh space opera yeah you know is is like the genre but it's like it very much feels like a space opera yeah the when they're following the female ghost through space the visuals of space itself are gorgeous they did the coloring beautifully if if you if we haven't convinced you yet i would think it'd be one of those things if you watch doctor strange yeah and yeah, you have. Oh, I thought you were going to say Dr. Strangelove. I'm like, I haven't seen that. <laughs> yes, I've seen Dr. Strange. Yeah, no shit. Uh, <laughs> like you've made reference to it in this podcast. Um, if you like Dr. Strange and you're like, hey, I really like the trippy uh, mandalas and things like that. Mm -hmm. You'll see a lot of that in this. Um, mm -hmm. I think almost better at depicting kind of a, a, tri a trippy sci-fi aspect. Yeah. Um. It, this is one of those great movies. If you were like, if you were wanting to kind of do a crash course on like symbolism, because mm -hmm. you, you can't help but watch a scene and not feel there's something happening. Something more. Um, yeah. And I, I guess like if I was going to get to a theme of this, it's, you know, like oppression of the female spirit is not good. Yeah. Which it, it feels like such an obvious statement, but you know, here we are. Um, <laughs> It just it it it, it was kind of interesting. It was almost simplistic, I think, in the themes that it was getting at. Mm -hmm. But it chooses some really interesting things to uh, use visuals to get to that theme. Right. Which I guess it feels kind of like most music videos is like. Yeah. I, I can't tell you if there's a music video that I've watched that's been like, oh, this is deep. <laughs> and then it been like deep for the yeah. three and a half minutes and then you're like oh 20 years later maybe it wasn't yeah. that deep <laughs> it's like watching marilyn manson's the dope show and you're like this is weird why is he wearing the girl suit i don't understand and then you're like oh it's just for like the shocking visual of it it doesn't it's not like he's making a larger political point i think this one was like we have a point but this point doesn't really like we're showing you visuals that serve to that point not that the point is the end in itself mm-hmm and I could be wrong. Christian Brute could get back at me and be like, oh, you fucked up, homie. <laughs> but in, but That's French. That's the music guy. Seth Ickerson is the writer director. Ickerman? Um, I don't know. I'll have to look it up. Yeah. You, you talk. I'll look it up. Um, I, I will say it was kind of interesting in a couple spots. So th there's this interpretive dance uh, number in this where uh, the priestess, who I don't know her, what her name is. She's called an oil sucker. Um, Corey, Corey. There was a one of the episodes was her name. That's true. Yeah, and this is all named after female characters. 
the female characters in this. Um, she puts on a gas mask, a gas mask, a gas mask. Yeah. A gas mask. Words are tough, <laughs> uh, which is a reference to the, the, one of the characters in the turbo killer video that's got, uh, it glows with an orange light and it's got the uh, cross on it. Seth Ackerman. There we go. I thought it was Ackerman. Uh, and she like almost uses the force to summon all these yeah, she pulls souls. the souls out of the wrecked ships that were mm-hmm. hovering. You know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of in Serenity before they go to the planet with that's been like secreted away and it's just a graveyard of ships. Oh, the Reaver graveyard. Yeah, the Reaver graveyard. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's kind of a neat thing in yeah. in uh, a movie uh it, you know the movie the movie chooses never to explain like are these new ships yeah. they're tied in some way to the body of their former ship to me i i envisioned it as as a graveyard as these ships have perished and they're coming home to their source their yeah their mother and, and they collectively come to form a, a new existence where they form this kind of like ultimate lady ultimate ship. lady <laughs> ship. Yeah. <laughs> Would you pilot her cosmos? Um, okay. You literally just did a 180 with the point of this movie. It is. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it also you're like, you're like, is this because this is supposed to be like the AI souls of these uh-huh. things. And it also is like, even if you want to remove the female uh, like symbolism and iconography it's just even this like oppression of an intelligence Mm -hmm. i mean like how the thing that's gross to me is like dude this is an artificial intelligence you've established that it has some level of sentience i mean she she cares about her engineer or her Mm -hmm. mechanic like he you know she can feel pain because she makes a reference to like you've never raised your hand against me i do not want to see you hurt yeah and then he hurts her um and then you see like but the fact is like the the male character Varkin or what I can't Vaskin or Vas- yeah I can't even remember what we decided to call him Vaskin Vaskin yeah like he uses her for sex yeah. I mean like, like if you want to talk about like the subjugation of just an intelligence or a personality like she's a essentially even if she's a digital construct like that's a person and you're like Mm-hmm. The the thing you think of to do with that is to use her to like fuck. Yeah, that's it's weird, gross. man. Like, yeah, that's not cool. No. <laughs> so it, it just even this like the, the oppression of a spirit is more the bigger theme in this than I think any sort of like male female duality. It just uses men and women as a binary. Yeah. And like this man's evil traits are embodied by this. But then it was kind of interesting because uh, Corey Mani- mm-hmm. the priestess has no problem like essentially using those women and their ship souls yep. to m- manipulate something else and it, and it just comes to like well but they're doing it in self-defense versus like a guy's just using Aggression. it to get his jollies off yeah like even then he's like supposedly exploring this this ship or this big graveyard to stop a machine uprising type deal and he still thinks like, oh, I'm going to have sex. I'm going to get some. <laughs> yeah. Because so. at one point, the Corey and the female, the original female ghost, like kind of allude that they want to have a threesome with him before they blow his head off. 
Yeah. To like seduce him. And he. Yeah. He's just dumb. Yeah. <laughs> he's just pure like male stupidity. <laughs> um. So yeah. I, uh. Blood machines. Any other takes before we move on to what we think the cover should be like? Um. I just. I. I mean. As. As much as some parts of it made me uncomfortable, I really enjoyed it overall. And the visuals were just, they did an excellent job um, with the whole movie, I think. Yeah. Uh, like I said, I'd love a version of this without dialogue and with just more music. Yeah. Um, but I, I don't know. I, then again, that's 50 minutes of watching one thing. I do. Um, <laughs> I do think that I was very intrigued by Turbo Killer, the music video. Uh, so I can totally see why they jumped off to a short film for this. Yeah, I laugh, though, to call it a sequel. I'm like, yeah, yeah it's an inspired like it's an inspired by thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Turbo Killer was like, check that out, too. That's a if you want. Well, I'll put it in the I'll tweet it. Yeah, it's like one of those things. If you like, hey, I don't know if this 50 minute investment is for me. Watch, watch the, the music video four minute music video yeah. and then if you're like hey i really thought that was neat then you'll probably like blood machines and the song itself is really cool yes the yeah. turbo killer yeah song. if you like synth wave which i do yeah <laughs> it, it uh, apparently <laughs> if you listen to like a mass effect game and you're like i like more of that um <laughs> more please <laughs> yeah so uh what would you have changed for this cover um, I think I might have just done the rose. Might have just done the rose. Yeah, the the rose symbol. Gotcha. In the geometric shape. I think I would have done three layers. Oh, tell me more about that. So I think I would have done Tracy as the robot. Uh huh. And like the bottom third. Uh huh. And. uh because I think that's a really interesting visual. If you need, if you haven't watched this and you want to picture it in your head, she looks like uh, if you've ever seen the cover for Metropolis, there's a, a golden robotic woman. Uh -huh. She looks like that, but bound and being torn with those hands. Uh -huh. So I thought that was an interesting visual. Then I would do a level above that. The um, I can't remember the name of the ship. Mima. Mima. Or I think it's Mima. Um, just like kind of superimposed above that um, looking upward. And then above that would be the ship it's, or the woman ship that ends it like oh. almost in that like po Buddhist pose, like holding the rose in her center of her chest or her hands around the center in her chest as a third level above that, because that's kind of what it felt like to me. It was like first this, there's this oppression and this trapping second. There's this like freeing, and then there's this enlightenment oh. um, or oneness but with everything. we never get to see the final ship's eyes. Uh, I believe we do. And they're gold, glowing gold. Oh, I me. think at the very end. What if instead you did um, a layer of Tracy's eyes, then Corey's eyes, and then the final ship's eyes? You could do something like that. Yeah, I think that would be cool. I just I liked the idea of like the robotic green eyes. To the kind of normal human eyes looking upward mm -hmm. and you could have the cross in between them and then the glowing ship eyes above that. Uh, I just think is kind of a neat. Like, like again, I, oh God, pretentiousness is like this bound 
free and then like enlightened state yeah that the movie seemed to kind of indicate happens i feel like that fully encapsulates the overall feeling of the film though yeah yeah <laughs> yeah again like if you don't watch this movie and get a little douchebaggy with you like your <laughs> this movie is one of those ones like you would i could just see uh a bunch of college students just on a Friday night, they're smoking a, a bunch of weed and watching. This. Yeah, they got some like Mad Dog 2020 and they're all talking about like, dude, did you see this? This is crazy. And they watch it and they're like, oh, man, mind blown. And then one creepy guy's like, I don't I like your tits. And they're like, you need to leave. <laughs> you are in the wrong space. sir. You're out of the study group. <laughs> now we're going to go talk about John Paul Sartier <laughs> and read some Camus. Okay, most people don't know any of the things you just I've just mentioned. named two famous French philosophers, one for existentialism and one for... Like René Descartes? Yes. Yeah. What, what's Sartier, Sartier famous for? I, I can't remember. I <laughs> but anyways. <laughs> philosophy! Yay! <laughs> no, nobody yays philosophy. <laughs> All right. Uh, Brie, any other final thoughts? Mm, would you recommend going and seeing this movie? Uh, so right now, Shutter is doing a free seven day trial for Amazon. That's what we had to sign up to watch this. Oh, see, I didn't even know that. Yeah, sneaky, it, sneaky. It's a four four ninety nine add on. And honestly, like I'm like I looked at the other stuff we get for yeah. signing up for Shutter. I would not sign up for it just for this. No. Um, I'm not a big enough fan of in like anything for a recurring monthly charge. Um, <laughs> For one thing, but I would I'd say like, oh, well, this gets me a bunch of other horror movies. Yeah, I would do it. Uh, and if I just wanted to check out some this for a seven day trial and I knew I was going to cancel it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think it's definitely worth it. I, I don't know if you could find it. I'm sure if you hunted around, you could find it online on YouTube or something. But uh, I think it's worth it. Hopefully it gets some money in their pocket. Yeah. Um, this would be one of those ones like I would really be curious what they were capable of with maybe like a a, a screenplay uh, mm-hmm. or some like some actual serious writing going on behind the screen or scenes to make a, a like a an actual narrative. Yeah. Um. Because I thought visually it was great. I loved the music in it. Yep. So, what about you? Do you recommend it? Oh yeah, for sure. You know how you can tell we enjoyed a movie? Uh. We did not talk about what we ate during it. I was gonna say, Kevin. We did not eat during this. We yes, didn't. we did. No, we we had Thai food. We had Thai food before we watched it because uh, it's called Blood Machine and I wasn't going to eat while watching it. I was eating some Pad CU during this, but um, you had some, some Pad Thai. Yeah. And so um, I knew that there was the chance that it may turn my stomach. Surprisingly, not enough blood. Uh, was, not blood drive in space. We were very wrong in our predictions for the most part. It was interesting too, because really it, it didn't even focus on the blood machine so much. It, it almost would have been better titled as like soul machines. Yeah. Or ghost machines, something like that. But blood really, it wasn't, it wasn't a, like it, it was, there was a little bit of it, but it wasn't a huge part of it. Yeah, no, no. Um, it, it definitely like I thought there was going to be more of a, a Satanist element because of the upside or the inverted crosses. Yeah, we we don't actually get any of that. No. Um, so yeah, maybe we it, failed. Maybe a different name, but I did love the O and the I in Blood Machine. Yeah, 
blending the other. But yeah, this movie really kind of sets it up like it's going to be a horror and it's not. It's not. Um, it also sets it up like it's going to be titillating and it's just not. It's so not. I just like to use that because you also have a problem with the word titular. I don't mind titillating. I don't like the word titular. Is it, what if we said boobular? Would boobular? <laughs> That's not the same thing. <laughs> titular comes from title. <laughs> Restacular? No. Uh, <laughs> Kevin, where can we find you on social media? Oh, so if you ever want to see what's going on with comedy for me, you can check me out on uh, Facebook at Kevin Eggleston. And you can check me out on Twitter and Instagram at Kevin underscore egg, C-A-V-I-N underscore E-G-G. And if you want to see the link to the music video Turbo Killer, come check us out on Twitter at By Its Cover Pod and Instagram By Its Cover Pod. And Kevin made us a Facebook By Its Cover Podcast. Yep. And I'm not sure if we will publish this before the 16th of July, but if you if we do, uh, we're doing another charity event, uh, some questionable content and um, come check out some live debate comedy. Yep. We've got uh, four comedians that are going to be arguing some very dumb, serious topics. Audience will help us pick some winners. All of our proceeds of that of that will go to our local food bank. Yep. So thanks for listening. Thank you. Bye. Bye.